Warning. The following contains biblical content, raw gospel, sudden and spontaneous worship, and something not preached everywhere. The Word of God. This is church formatted for the internet. Coming up next, now here they are, saints on a mission from God. What is preaching? Put on your God glasses and see the truth. Today we will be discussing two types of preaching, one of which is to the crowd, as I am doing for the next five minutes, and then there is preaching to the individual, both of which, with the aid of the Holy Spirit, will speak to the heart of the individual. If you are seeking Jesus, you will find Jesus. So let's put on our God glasses and see what he has for us. Preaching is merely conveying or communicating what God has for you as an individual. How to preach the gospel. The Bible says in uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12 is the reference, but it says to preach the gospel with boldness. Preach the gospel with sincerity, with honesty of purpose, with gentleness and affectionate desire, with labor and pain, and with the power of a godly example, and with the aim of producing a holy life. See, preaching glorifies God, it honors God, and sets people free, Romans 1.16. So as Pastor Sonny and I have come to the conclusion today that preaching should be called sharing the gospel. It's not a separate thing, whether to a crowd or one-on-one. -on -one. That's right. So what you're aiming at here, though, is, well, you want to reach it all. Is that what you, I mean, that's what you're trying to do. Exactly. And as it says on the front page of our website, pgn.church, we want people to listen and be inspired. Be inspired by God, the Father, Jesus, his Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we join in with Apostle Paul as he said, Take these teachings that you have heard me proclaim in the presence of many witnesses and entrust them to reliable people who will be able to reach out and teach others also. That is our intent, nothing more, nothing less. For me, it's like I share my relationship with him, with people. That's what I do. As a new believer, I wanted to know more about this Jesus. And this is what I found in my search. As always, this is a, something that church groups that want to increase their numbers always fail to realize is that God increases the church. Church marketing will not increase your church. The Holy Spirit will always point towards Jesus. And in our early conversation, I was totally overwhelmed, inspired. He gave me a set of God glasses that I put on so that I could see the truth. I was not looking for music. I was not looking for a better worded argument. I was not looking for a large cathedral. 
even stained glass windows as glorious as they may appear is not what I could see through these glasses. I was looking for the truth. As a new believer, I wanted simply to know more about Jesus. And that remains in my heart today. In my search, I found congregational leaders that would talk on talk topics related to scripture that was read much like a devotional. Jewish leaders call this Devar Torah, or reading the book. Denominational leaders were about the same and would read from a denominational lectionary. I looked in the phone book. I wanted some more religion. Then I realized religion is not what I was looking for out of the 427 options I had in the phone book, I could not decide which one was true. There were congregations that demanded a weekly personal experience out of the preaching. There were congregations that focused on human reason, sensation, and perception. There are groups and fraternities that believed in a higher power and you had a set path or levels to follow to obtain perfection, all promising salvation at the end, thus qualifying as a religion, but providing an obstacle course of works to get there. All this left me on my knees crying, what must I do to be saved? Again, the Holy Spirit picked up the God glasses and handed them to me and said, Wear these so that you may know the truth. So I put on the God glasses and I found Jesus is salvation without religion. Are you struggling paddling your canoe to your destination or are you letting it go and allowing what Jesus has already done to get you there? Preachers should honor God rather than human beings. Preachers should be concerned about what God says is important. Proper preaching enables the listener to hear God speak, rather than being told what they think they need to hear. Here is the how and what. Preach the word. And what is this word? Well, the Bible even tells you who the word is. 2 Timothy 4, John 1, 1. Jesus says he will not speak on his own authority, but what he hears from above. Neither should you. 1 Corinthians 9, 16, in the New King James Version, For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity is laid upon me, yes, Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. We need to pray pastors take this solemn charge with the utmost seriousness. Your authority is not in man, but the faithful sharing of God's word, not something subject to human opinion or trends. Preaching is not entertaining, an academic lecture, a better worded argument. Preacher preaching 
is the point of the passage being studied. It's called expositional preaching, not a springboard for human worldly opinion. And I do not want to be conformed, but I want to be transformed by the word of God. Bob Dylan had an awesome song called Serve Somebody. You gotta serve somebody, God or the devil. Yes, I said I do not want to be conformed, but be transformed by the word of God. And the word of God in Romans 10, 13 through 14 explains that very concept. Because 13 says, for whoever, I said whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Brethren, I speak not from vanity or presumption, for I am but one who is of a low position in the church, with a burden to share this message to whoever I can, and to many of whom I owe the highest reverence. However, I owe a still higher reverence to him who saved my soul, to him who sits upon the throne, he who we all very soon will give an account to of our stewardship of his word. So I ask you now, put on your God glasses and see the truth. Well, Pastor Sonny, you had a, a bit of a different uh, growing up or experience B.C. before Christ. Um, why don't yeah. we just, let's discuss how both you and I um, use that one-on-one -on -one or had experience with a one-on-one -on -one sharing of the gospel. Yeah, well, uh, it was like I said, I didn't have any background. I had no biblical background, no Bible. I knew nothing, mm -hmm. and I was 26 years old. I knew nothing. And uh, so these group, this group of guys asked me to come, lunch, have lunch together, and ask them any questions about the Bible. And that's how it started. So I would ask questions. You know, be an hour, I'd ask question after question. And, uh, and when I asked the question, they always had an answer, which I never had in my life before. Okay, what is, what is the Bible? And I was drawn to that. And that's what... And now I know that's the Holy Spirit. That's God's Spirit drawing me because they had something that I wanted. They had peace that I didn't have in my life. I had no peace. I was in a world of a hurricane. I was in a tornado, and I didn't know what to do. I was desperate. I didn't have any answers. Right. And they had answers. They just And they were patient day after day. So then I went day after day, day after day. And they just kept feeding me the word. And they, they weren't judging me. They, weren't, they were saying, well, that's a good question. So, you know, preach the word. Be ready in season. I mean, those guys are ready for me every day. Right. Yeah, I found that's the, that is, that is the, I think, the, one of the best ways to learn about God or learn about Jesus is first there's that need that, you know, the Bible says that, that, that he put in eternity into their hearts. Right. You know, and that's some people mention uh, there's a, they're missing that there's a big hole here. Yeah. You know, like a, like a, a couple of bread. 
couple bricks missing. <laughs> and I have a full building missing. That's right. No. Yeah, and I too had a couple bricks missing, and uh, and just wondering how to fill that. Yeah. And my experience is a little different. I would go to Sunday school growing up every week. Yeah. And learn songs and learned learned about you know mm -hmm. Jesus, but uh, right. Never, never was introduced. Yeah. See, that's different because, yeah, yeah. See, you grew up in the church. Yes, I did. And I did not. I had no background. As I say to the guys in the jail, which is really important, I said, the key is you have to get desperate. I was desperate. The world didn't have any answers for me. Regular counselors didn't have any answers for me. You know, I, I needed... I knew that I was bankrupt. I knew, and I met some guys that were not bankrupt. They had something that I wanted, and I had to find out who that was, what they were talking about. So for me, I just had to get to that. And so I was introduced, you know, well, he introduced himself to me in a counseling session where we were supposed to be divorced. We were was our last counseling session. Oh, yeah. And he spoke to me. And I never heard, I didn't know who Jesus was. I had heard about him. But I wanted him, and that's when I, you know, I moved out, like I told Cheryl, I moved out so I could hear, so I could find out who Jesus was. Because I knew in the situation where I was, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to, right. to, to, to uh, get to, to, to know him or that. And so he had to, it was almost like a, you know, a Damascus Road sort of thing. It was like he had to speak to me, uh, you know, I thought audibly in a counseling session. Right. And I had never met him before that. Not any. Well, I had. I met him through his ambassadors, you know, but oh, I didn't. But right. when I experienced him in a one-on-one -on -one fashion, him speaking to me, it's like, you know, I was done in. It was like, What? What? Yeah. And that's like the, the the first step for a walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I think if he zapped us with a magic wand or something, I don't think we could take that. No. <laughs> you know, he just uh, brings you along at your pace and uh, right and uh, explains things <coughs> to you. And I my my conversion or was 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 similar it was it was uh you know i i heard god i mean i i had to get away from everything which in my case was the basement of my house where i was you know throwing some logs on the fire and uh and it was right there i heard the holy spirit and uh and it just right there i knew there was no turning back yeah well yeah that's exactly right so when I, 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 when I talk to people, because it blows their mind, I says, yeah, I heard him. He spoke to me. It was like, do not harden your heart, Sandy. Do not harden your heart. You know, I'll give you a new heart. You have to trust in me. So it's like, wow. Yeah, no turning back. Yeah, I remember uh, when I was, well, after, after we had found a church that, that uh, preached out of the Bible and... Uh, to learn more about Jesus, we started sharing it with others ourselves because it's it's what it was for me anyway. It was like an overflow. I mean, there was all this 
it was I have to share this. And, yeah. Uh, and there was a uh, God sent this uh, this man named Rick to uh, you know show me how to do that. I mean, and that's that's exactly why uh, we had like evangelism courses down on Lake Ave Avenue was uh, me in turn trying to teach others you know how to, yeah. how to do that or be comfortable with sharing sharing their uh, beliefs and uh, yeah Rick I remember one one day we were just we were knocking on a door just a cold call and he said just stop you know, can you feel the spirit here with us <laughs> oh wow and yeah. it's and it's so true yeah it's so true God is with us yeah yeah and it's just you have to stop yeah and just just listen exactly you know and uh yeah and from that point on sharing the gospel it's uh you know woe to me if i may, don't woe to me if i don't and i would stop talking all of a sudden yeah and people would look like uh, are you having <laughs> brain problems or something <laughs> or did you lose lose that brick again but no i would just stop to grab that moment to, yeah. to uh, hear the Spirit with, yeah. you know, what, what should I share with this person? Right. And see, to me, that's exactly, just as you were sharing there, that's exactly what they need to hear in the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Is how personal he is right. and how he wants to speak to you and how overwhelming. I mean, it's just like the idea of falling prostrate before him. You can get that. You know, but if you hear his voice, there's nothing better than that. You know, because you know what to do and you know what to share. Amen. Well, it looks like we're coming up to our 20-minute uh, desired stop time. Um, so we invite you to come back next week and we'll just continue this conversation there. No humans were exposed to anything false untrue or harmful in the creation or production of this podcast. This is church formatted for the internet, which is inherently safe. So be sure to invite your friends. Go or no gathering is too large. Anyone is welcome, as it states in Romans 10:13. Allow God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to comfort you, trust in what Jesus has done for you, and become a believer and a follower today. May I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God until we meet greetings and blessings to the church that meets at your house. I'm Pastor Kevin and Pastor Sonny, and we hope to be with you again next week. I encourage you to start living today. Now that is the gospel. Pure Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as pgn.church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donation.